0: Shalom, balance, paradise, righteousness all. Back up in the lab. Feminine energy one more again. And I've got a legendary sea star with me in the building. Sister Nikki Love, aka Woonam, the legendary, and I would class the one of the foundational and mother. Figures of the modern day conscious community. Welcome to the broadcast, C oh, Star.
1: Oh, Modi Star, Modi Star. that means how are you in my tribal tongue, in my African tribal tongue. Okay, good um, I'm good. I'm good. How what are you?
0: Wonderful, C Star. And it's been well overdue, this build, man. and needed to get this one done. Needed to document, document your story because, as we're in 2020, and you know, there's a lot of information going, you know, out and about. I want to make sure I document and make sure that people know some of the foundational members and foundational figures who have created a scene and have allowed um, people to come through platforms, promote share information and to grow and become the people and the figures they are today so um, yeah we, we're gonna go into the DeLorean sea star and we're gonna go back in time for us before we even get to that
2: <laughs> okay.
0: okay so 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 take us back my take us back um what where where was you born and raised well
1: I was born and raised in Brooklyn Right,
0: BK all day.
1: Brooklyn, New York, by the way, of Africa.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, um. Mostly, New York is my home. New York yeah. is my home. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, yeah. yes. Well, we can still hear in in, in your um in your accent, C style. We still we can still hear that, that that Brooklyn. You ain't lost the accent, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I haven't locked the, lost the accent at all. <laughs>
0: so so what so okay brooklyn what was it so paint a picture because i always like to to try and get a a feel of how it was growing up at that time so let let let, so were we talking 80s we're talking 70s what kind of period we're talking about when we're growing up as like a teenager
1: that's a sneaking way of asking my age.
0: No, but anyway. <laughs> I ain't going that way, C-star. I never ask no, a woman that age. Don't worry about that. There.
1: I, you know, I don't even mind telling my age because I've turned 50 in May. So you have to know it was the 70s, growing up yes. in, the, in, in the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Growing up in the 70s was a beautiful thing. Of course, you know, as common as it is, my grandmother helped raise me a lot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, growing up in the 70s in New York was it was a beautiful thing. I loved it. I, you know, it's one of those things, whereas, you know, there's nothing like New York, although we still had Africa in the home.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what kind of because again let's just deal with the duality so 70s um, bk i know that there was a, a lot of wonderful scenes and wonderful memories and happiness going on and i also know that there was some crazy wild stuff going on so how much of the crazy wild stuff was you exposed to
1: honestly speaking back if you're talking about in the 70s i it was a beautiful time you know but back then you're talking about the Black Panther movement and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of Vietnam vets coming from, you know, Vietnam. Um, there was a lot of Black power, you know, stuff going on back then in the 70s, too, I remember, only because my mother and father were in- involved with the Black Panther movement at that time. Okay. Um. So you're talking about, it wasn't a lot of bad stuff. But it was a lot of educating. Um, one thing I do love about New York is because the people who don't know, New York, it's not about being conscious, it's being consciously aware. And that's what you find in New York over the years, from the 60s to the 70s. People were always aware of their culture, their blackness, or their, you know, uh, cultural way of life in New York. You've seen a diversity of, you know, different cultures in New York. So, I mean, being exposed to that was a beautiful thing. Whereas, you know, living in the South now, you know, for a while, they didn't know there was Dominicans or other Africans or stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm So growing up in New York was a beautiful thing because you were exposed to a lot of diversity and, of course, your culture,
0: your original culture. Yes. Yes. So, okay, So was there, as you've mentioned, Africa? So there was a clearly there was, you know, um, people from Nigeria, for instance, Senegal, wherever in new york so we also had the dominicans we had the some puerto ricans uh jamaicans etc how was that all mixed going on because i i, I can see as, as you're painting the picture there seems to be a, 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 a back then there doesn't seem to be as much division in regards to where you're where you reside it was more about you know what are you doing how, how are you how are you trying to be a better person kind of thing how are you living kind of thing how can we help each other
1: Yeah, back then it wasn't a divide. I mean, you know, we all grew up in the same block. Like in Brooklyn, we had sisters and brothers from Haiti. We had our African sisters and brothers, our Africans in America, Dominican. Mm. Everybody got along, we all got along. it wasn't no divide, but back then there was still some racism going on, though, because in certain parts of Brooklyn you had the Italians, and you know the Italians yes. didn't come over this side, to, you know, because there was still some racism. They don't get it confused, y'all. Mm. There was some racism, but um, for the most part, um, you know, we all kind of related and respected each other's, you know, ways of life. You know
0: yes. what I mean? Yes, yes. So on a on a spiritual slash religious. Points at that time, teenage era, uh growing going into young womanhood, where was your sort of sort of spiritual or religious system at that point?
1: I didn't have a religious system. My my well, first of all, my grandmother raised me, and my mom, maternal side is from Africa.
2: Mm-hmm. They were from
1: Cabo Verde. Cabo Verde, you know where Cabo Verde is, is next yes. to Senegal. Mm-hmm. So my maternal side, we didn't go to church, we had our traditions um and this is something that you know it's sort of like you know how with the Haitians well how they would hide behind Catholicism yes that was the same with some of the things that we did so there was things you did not tell outside of the family okay you know that we would do behind closed doors because for years nobody knew and they knew we didn't go to church they Mm -hmm. knew we never went to church now Yes. yes with saying that we had Africa in the house we had our traditions but now my dad's side my father's side He's African in America. Mm-hmm. My, my grandmother, his mother was a pastor. They had a church in North Carolina. So I had to, I, I was blessed to have both sides. You know what I mean?
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Right. So and she- I didn't
1: meet my paternal grandmother until I was 14. So I didn't know who she was, but I found out all that after I met her. But on my my mother, my maternal side is my mother, we were raised with African traditions and culture.
0: So how was that like, friends, peer wise and growing up in school, obviously, as you say, it wasn't something you did overtly, but did you think that you were maybe special, obviously you were different in regards to what other people were doing, but how did that play out sort of amongst your peers and stuff?
1: Well, you know, it didn't play out. I mean, because they didn't know what we did, you know, it was mm-hmm. never, you know, and they knew we didn't go to church, but mm-hmm. they, you know, kind of probably felt like, well, what, 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 what do they do? But everybody didn't go to church in New York. It's not, it wasn't required, like sort of like here in the South is the Bible Belt. Yes. You didn't have that in New York. A lot of people didn't go to church. They wouldn't think about church, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yes it wasn't no big deal whereas if i would have grown up in the south oh you don't go to church you don't believe in god you know what i mean Yeah. you have to deal with that in new york because you have to remember again new york being a diverse uh uh you know place you had cultures from everywhere you have chinese russians this you know mm. sweden and they all had their own belief systems
2: a
0: huge melting pot yeah so the the system, the spiritual system do you follow, does it have a, a a name?
1: The yeah, it's called Frutista. It's called Frutista. That's the tradition in Cabo Verde.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's called Frutista. And it's just basically like saying voodoo. Mm-hmm. And you know voodoo means spirit, but it's yeah. called Frutista. Yeah.
0: And does that relate to the the the, the native tongue of that of, of the island? Why it's called well, that? The,
1: the, the native tongue, is a mix, you know that. You you have ten islands in Cabo Verde, and the native tongue is a mix of Portuguese, Fulani, mm-hmm. and Wolof. Aha. Yeah, it's mixed. It's not just one. Everybody thinks it's just Portuguese, but no, some of the words are Wolof, depending on what island you come from. Yeah. And some of the words are mixed with Fulani.
0: Wow. Okay. I like it, man. Some what's some, some more. Dual That's some why
1: more... they'll say we speak Creole, we yeah. speak Creole because it's mixed, a mix of language, just like in Haiti, yes. French.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so you've got an understanding clearly of English, hence we're speaking in it now, but so you've got your, your mother tongue, which you're fluent in, Nikki?
1: Yeah. No, I'm not fluent in it. Don't give me the lying.
0: Okay, nope. okay.
1: I should be more fluent, but you know, growing up, you you don't want to learn like you're supposed to. Yes, especially yes. Especially in New York. But I know a lot of I can understand more than I speak, but I speak good enough to understand. You know, to stay you can get
0: by. You can get so by. You I can want, greet want. and yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right then. All right. So, NY was clearly a place which was a moulding and shaping point in regards to the 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 the, the, the conscious. Awareness um, and the Black Panther uh, influence. Um, when do we? When do we make the um, the the trip down south?
1: Oh, the trip down south didn't happen until 2000 in the 2000s. Okay. Okay. Um, Spirit told me to come down here. I was gonna go to Maryland and to stay closer to New York, and Spirit mm-hmm. said go to go to uh, Georgia, and I went to I came to Georgia. Um the beautiful thing about it is that um it's a good thing I came to Georgia because this land was connected to Africa at one time. So it was probably the ancient ones calling me back to Georgia. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: With that red yeah. soil.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And what was funny is because I started seeing trees in certain parts of Georgia. And it I just felt like the energy just felt no, this land was a part of Africa at one time. And then it was Brother Asir who actually uh, uh, was talking about the exotic map.
0: Okay. And, yes.
1: Right. And we went to look up the exotic map and come to find out this place of Georgia used to be called Egypt. hmm mm-hmm. So I didn't know this, but I knew that when I came here, I didn't have any idea. I just felt Africa with this place called Georgia. And come to find out, after I seen that, I looked up the exotic map, as Sia was talking about it, then was a documentary they were doing about different places in Georgia and they the white people were talking about how this um North Africa was connected to Georgia at one time and they had a map showing how it connected and then it divided yeah
0: wow (laughs) you see it's excellent I mean and also bringing out and I think I'll, I'll if I can I'll see if I can actually leave a link below for that exotic map because it's very interesting it's very interesting to see continents because um, there are hundreds of map makers, map, map, map makers and we're familiar with only a handful of them but the further back we go, we can see some very interesting names of places. We can see you know places which were once wasn't connected which they are connected. So it just gives you a better understanding of you know where places were, where people were specifically as well, and where they still might be today. Um, right. versus uh, stories which are told and stuff so no I, I, I that that is that is excellent that is that is really good
1: yeah yeah there's a lot that's being exposed for what it is you know um and and one of the beautiful things about being spiritual is this is something i picked up without even having knowledge that it was like that one time
0: repeat that last thing again sorry sis
1: as I said, what's beautiful about it is my energy of being spiritual mm-hmm. was able to pick up the connection between Africa and the state of yes. Georgia before I even had knowledge that it, you know, was connected at one time.
2: Yeah. I think
0: synchronicity and you know, it's it's connections as you say, you know, the ancestors and yeah, yeah mine. It's it's we have some people. It, different cultures different countries have different terminologies um in more european terminologies some people might you utilize or use the, the terminology guardian angels um who guide you to certain places and stuff so i get it i, t- I totally get it i totally get it can we, can you break down a little bit more about um the spiritual system
1: the spiritual system of what i deal with yes
0: Tista? yes futista that's it yes
1: well pretty much the spiritual system we deal with majority of our gods and gods are are, are water spirits because you know cabo verde is covered by a lot of water mhm um but you also have to remember the mix of um African brothers, and well, sisters, especially that was taken from the surrounding areas of Angola, uh, Mozambique, um, you know, Senegal, mm-hmm. that was taken to um, Cabo Verde that never got rid of their original, you know, um, systems of traditional medicine. So some of our gods also are, are similar to the gods in Senegal, okay? Uh-huh. Or Angola, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So Senegal, Angola, Cabo Verde, some of the the gods we use are similar. But in Cabo Verde, we have a lot of water guards because we're surrounded by water. The history goes, you know, uh, it's supposed to be a myth. but We don't know. We wasn't there at that time that um, the reason the women supposedly in Cabo Verde are so beautiful because they were mermaids, right? Everybody heard about that mermaid story. So, yeah, yeah, that's a story story we were told when we loaded that all the women um, that met with the sailors were all mermaid women. Um, we don't know. We wasn't there, but yeah. we do know that they do exist.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so there's a lot of water guards that we deal, in, deal with. Similar to, like, if you go to Europe, or, you know, in Europe, and for they deal with Ola Kun, He's a water yes. deal with, deal with You know what I mean? Mami Wata or y- Yemoja. Mm-hmm. They're water guards, right? So we have a lot of water guards more than anything, but we do still have our Gods that we use, and every tribe in Africa has their own gods that they use. Every tribe has gods that are similar to to the other tribes' gods. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the traditional system is not much different from Yoruba or or Akan, or you know what I mean?
0: Okay, there's just slight variations of sorts with names, and I guess is there colors um, um attributed to each deity as well?
1: Well no, it is different. It's different cuz okay. like for instance if I wear if I wear uh, white and red in my tradition that might be for Mariaho but it's it's, it's, it's Sango's colors in Yoruba. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. So what people need to know is that this there's, there's over 3 3000 tribes in Africa. Mm-hmm. Every tribe has their gods that they call upon, they talk to, you know, and most of them are similar in in, in uh, aspects. So such as, like I said, a Mariaho. That's an evil god, right? So mm-hmm. you have an evil god that's it's in charge of lightning and fire, but then you have Sango who does the same thing. But one is from one tribe and one is from the other tribe. You yes. see? So what people need to understand is that every tribe has their own gods and goddesses or whatever they want to call them, or Risa or Spirit, or whatever they want to call them. Um, and pretty much, you know, although we know Africa was colonized, a lot of Africans are coming back to the traditions too. Um, we've always been a, a people of spirituality, of, of, you know, being indigenous to the land, you yes. know, always having the respect for nature always understanding the spirit of the water the spirit of the fire on earth or whatever you want to call it so um you know the spiritual systems in africa is not much different just different names and different gods that's it
0: okay okay and principles and let's let's get to because that that's quite universal as you say in regard uh, based upon the 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 plethora of, of, of different tribes and stuff are there any um guiding principles within the, the, the spiritual system as well or is it a lot um, let, let's let's play ignorance is it all ritual based or are there guiding principles that people should be adhering to
1: there, there's guiding principles I don't care what tribe you come from you understand mm-hmm. now we do know that you have people that that, that do you know bad in, yes. in tradition you know. Um, you have a tribe called the Ndoki tribe. The Ndoki tribe is not a good tribe. They, The story goes is that they would use babies for sacrifice or eat babies, right? Mm-hmm. And they're a very hidden tribe. Well, I don't want people to get confused and think Africa's all good because there's bad tribes in Africa too. People do bad ritual work too. Yes. Okay? Um, Nikki? But- the Undoku
0: uh-huh. tribe, where would they be located? Is that spread across Africa or are they in a specific no, they're in the region? They're in West
1: Africa. They're in the West Africa between the Gambia and between Senegal. Okay. And they're a very hidden tribe. Very hidden. They're called the Undoki. But, you know, that was years ago. I don't know what's going on with them now. But the point is, there's some people, you're supposed to go by principles. The rule isn't where I come from. Okay. Mm-hmm. The rule is where I come from and the tribes I've been initiated with basically the covenant is you don't use this traditional work against your people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's one of the, the, one of the principles you're supposed to use your gift and do it for, use it for good to yes. help your people and the tribe. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's not always like that. You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Now this is yeah. where we get to people's skepticism and people thinking and bringing the negative connotations. Now, usually within uh, doing the work as it's known Mm
2: -hmm.
0: it's for the upliftment for healing uh, for prosperity for reciprocity Um, where do we where does the lines blur and it becomes on 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 that particular tribe or those wicked people saying you know what I'm not going to do that I'm going to try and bring misfortune potentially on somebody or how does that all work
1: what, what, say that again where do you draw the line
0: well no where does where do we come where do we go from being good and being positive and trying to you know help people to them saying you know what if someone comes to me and pays me some money I'm going to do something wicked to whoever they've told me I'm going to do something wicked to how do we get to that point
1: well, you know, it's, it's just, you have good and bad people, just like in the church, you have people that, that pray in the name of Jesus to kill people, to hurt yes, people. very true. See, so it, it's the person itself. It's not the tradition. It's not the, uh, the act or whatever your beliefs are. It's the person himself who chose to do evil. Mm. You know, I don't choose to do evil. I'm one that says, I'll send you away. If you ask me to do something And mm. I've had people come to me to want to pay me money to do rituals to kill. I said, no, I don't do that. That's mm-hmm. not what I do. Okay. So with saying that, you know, you just have the individuals who are living that side of wanting to be evil
2: yeah. or
1: want to be disagreeable and will take any money to do what they do because first of all, they're greedy for money. For two, they're just plain evil. Mm. They're plain evil. They don't take their uh, traditional their gift serious. And, and that's a problem. That's a so- problem.
0: So, in essence, as as I like to highlight, it's about application, isn't it? Everything can be used for good um, and things can be used for, for bad. It's about yes. the person and the, the intent right. and how it's used. Okay.
2: Right. right.
0: Success rates then? So, how successful... um. our practitioners, in regards to um, living, yes, let's let's not bring f- any financial or any kind of um, assets into it, but being, utilizing, I'm trying to figure out the best way to, to phrase this, utilizing this system,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how does it benefit you?
1: You know, you, it benefits you a great deal. People don't know. If you only knew about your African traditions, if you only knew that you was truly connected to nature, if you only knew that you could make the fire move and make the water rise, right? Mm-hmm. It's very successful because you're truly a part of the all. As I was writing in my book called How They Stripped You From Nature, you're a part of the all. You're made up of the same things as the earth. So why wouldn't you think that you can use the forces of nature to work for you? Now, with saying that, a lot of people want to say, well, food, clothing, and shelter come first. Well, guess what? Nature provides everything that we need to sustain life. And without paying homage to nature, you cannot get food, clothing, or shelter, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to understand it's deeper than that. It's knowing that you're interconnected with everything that you're a part of. When you walk outside, you walk into yourself. And this is one of the things in Africa, people will notice we're very in tune with nature that's why a lot of the spiritual work we do is is successful if you're doing what's righteous yes okay um and my thing is i'm very big on being doing what's righteous and doing what you need to do to help people period okay Mm -hmm. um as far as you know, doing rituals, a lot of people say, well, it's no different than the church, or, you know, you're praying to this God, or you're praying to that God. Okay, we have a we have a thing in Africa, we say, kuz, the shrine is in you, okay? Mm-hmm. The shrine is in you. So really, the truth is, without, without you calling upon these gods, they're not going to work. So really, you're putting the power into activating and manifesting these gods to work for you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you have to remember this has been done for centuries. So you're talking about an energy that has been manifested into existence, which now is is asking for offerings, such as a chicken or fowl or goat or cow or whatever you need to give it to make it work because somebody started it that way and they caused these to be in existence. Just like I tell Christians, your God is real. If you believe in God, he's real in your world. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm Because My thing is, without God, there's no man. And without man, there's no God. So what we need to understand is a lot of times, I think, you know, when we get involved in traditions, Mm -hmm. we're pretty much paying homage to most of these gods or these or these deities. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, And they work because so many people are putting energy into them. Yes. And as long as you're doing what's righteous with it, it's gonna work even more. A lot of people don't know that, you know?
0: Energy, energy emotion. It's right. it's 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 a, it's a currency which the spiritual world is um you know it, it pays dividends back there. Um would you say is there a a, a a head deity, or are all the deities on the same kind of level, or is yeah?
1: Well, I mean, it depends on where you come from and what your belief is. Mm-hmm. If you, such as in Europe, they say, "Oh, do the Mare," right? Mm-hmm. That's that, that's their head, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 even we say, Chu, um is the head, right? And depending on what tribe you come from, everybody what I want to say to people is that there's some type of higher power connection can you hear me
0: yes you back nurses
1: can you hear me power personally what I, I believe that we come from star systems like the Dogon said right
0: okay okay star seeds I,
1: right I feel like I, I'm not even going to say stars I feel like you know we come from star systems our energies but i feel like we were created by beings okay that's what i believe
0: okay all right then let's 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 dig into that then so we as as, as humans um were created by multiple other beings or one being that created us out there in in the uh, the, the solar system
1: i don't think it's one being I think there's multiple. I think that I think every planet in the solar system has their own, own uh beings.
0: Okay. So c- kind of similar to like the um Prometheus kind of thing.
1: Uh you know what? Re- 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 refer- we watched Prometheus, but i, I- let me tell you what Spirit showed me. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Spirit
1: showed me that we're we're water beings. Our planet is made of 75% water, right? Yes. So, the spirit showed me that we're water beings because our body 75% water, our brain is 95%, our blood is 83%. So, logically thinking, every baby is born in a mother's womb is water. They start out looking like fish or amphibians or whatever Amphib- you want to call yes,
0: them. Yes, yes, tadpoles initially. Yeah.
1: Right, tadpoles, right. <laughs> so, it would say to think logically, we're water beings. So, now, the spirit showed me if I go to Venus that they're going to be made up of the same elements of their planet which is volcanic rock we can't fathom that because we just think that we're the only beings that exist in a whole galaxy or the universe no <laughs>
2: yeah 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 yeah.
1: they probably think we're weird you, you see <laughs> yes. or, uh, and and jupiter being one of the most spiritual and hugest planet that protects the earth Their beings are super spiritual, and I actually have visions of these, and people think you're crazy, you know, people think you're crazy when you say this, but I go there spiritually,
0: Mm. right? Like astral projecting kind of thing?
1: Um, no, I don't even say astral projection. I'm able to communicate while I'm right here. I'm communicating with them. You know, I do a lot of, uh, uh, reading. Yes. Yes. So yes. to share with you a story, um, I had a young man. He was very much into the, you know, cosmic and the beans and mm. the aliens and all that good stuff. So he said, do you, can you contact them? So I said, okay. I says, let me see. So when I began to tap in with my first eye, not my third eye, my first eye,
2: uh-huh.
1: they took me to Venus. This is a real story now. They took me to Venus, and there was these beings that were very dark-skinned.
0: Humanoid-looking beings.
1: Humanoid-looking beings. They had white hair. There were four of them. Two of them were tall. There was a woman. There was a man. And then there was two—a uh, one short one and then a, another small one. There was four. And they were communicating with me telepathically. They told me to write down some symbols, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so I wrote down the symbols and then I told him, I said, they said they want you to decipher these symbols. So I gave it to the guy I was reading for a month later. I was watching the history channel and they were showing you, I think it was Sum- Sumerian text. I don't know if it was the um, Epic of Gilgamesh or uh the techno ta- Emerald, tablets. emerald tablets. Yeah. 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 Right. It was an emerald Tablet, and the same symbols that they had given me. I seen them in the Emerald Tablets on the History Channel a month later. Wow. Yeah. So with saying that, I was like, huh. I had to pause the TV and stop. and I pulled out the paper. I said,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. No.
1: three of the symbols that they get, they give me five. Three of them was on the Emerald Tablets.
0: Sleepy now.
1: Right. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And mind you. I'm doing a reading now because, you know, I do ancestral readings. And when I'm able to do ancestral readings, I communicate. Thank you. I communicate with your ancestors. A lot of times people say, well, how do you know this? How do you know what they look like? Because I feel that I use more strands in my DNA. But that's the gift I've been given to be able to go back into those Mm. um, dimensions to be able to see like that. So with saying that I'm able to communicate with these spiritual or, or cosmic beings. Okay. People don't understand this is real yeah you know this is real
0: for sugary mine <laughs> yeah. uh, okay all right then all right then for, I, I, you know i know you see stuff for quite some time for, for for a number of years now um mm-hmm. and we 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 know and it there's been evidence um, um on television and stuff of charlatans running around talking about their clairvoyance and you know there's yeah. this big tv productions and they'll call oh i can see john in the audience and yeah yeah, he... fake.
1: yeah fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: um and which clearly give a, a a very bad name to people who can actually really put the work in now yeah no it's it's i can imagine it but it's it's quite Troublesome and prob- problem, problematic for you at times with, with clients who who may be interested but are a bit dubious based upon maybe what they've seen or
2: what
1: what <laughs> was crazy is and my husband was just saying a lot of times we know there's people that been ripped off by these people when they come to us when they don't have the money you know what mm. I mean to pay. But you, you see a lot of this and it's sad because people have been taking advantage of. Um, I, you know, it's kind of hard to kind of say, well, you know, don't trust them because they've been ripped off or, or taking advantage, of. but there's no different than the church, Yeah. okay? No different than the church and, you know, they go to the church and the pastor said he healed somebody, come up here and that there's somebody faking the audience and, <laughs> yes. and getting these people to come pay all kind of money. So it's no different. I think we just have to understand that whether it's be it what we do as, and I don't like to say psychic, I don't like to use that word because I'm going to be African first all the time. I'm a mm-hmm. seer, mm-hmm. okay? So with saying that, or indigenous to the land, traditional healer. So with saying that, people got to understand, I don't care whether you're Buddha. I don't care whether you believe in Jesus, God, Allah, you have people in this world that are bad yes. and people that are evil and they will do anything evil in the name of whatever they believe in, and they don't care. So we have to stop putting everybody into one category. I can't say every pastor is bad, because they're not. Every pastor is not an evil person and out to get money. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not fair. So I think what people need to do is start opening their minds and and learning how, because everybody has, every human being has a natural intuition anyway. Start learning how to read your themselves, you know what I mean? Start <laughs> looking at, you know, uh, people a little bit more, you know, stronger and saying, hey, I don't know, you know, because I, I, well, I guess it's easier for me because I can read people's spirits, you know what I mean? But still, you you have a, a natural idea of what someone's evil or, or, or bad or good, you know what I mean?
0: Definitely, you've got to be, you've got to do due diligence and be a bit more, not not so much utilize common sense. <laughs> we've got to utilize just sense okay exactly
1: yeah yeah logical sense uh some things are just logical you know come on now but i just know that you know um you just have to be careful i, I mean i'm very big on doing what's righteous i'm very big on helping i mean this is we do this 24 7 um this is how i live this is how i make my living reading products spiritual baths that's re- you you know rituals to help people and we've helped a lot of people. I mean over the years I can't even tell you. And I'm still helping people from all over the world, not just here in the United States. I've got clients in Guyana. I got clients in Barbados. I got clients in Jamaica. You know UK. what I mean?
0: Okay. Don't forget the UK.
1: Yeah, actually you know what? And you're right, I have I had three clients in the UK. Yes I do. I have the UK so yeah and I had some clients in Australia too. Yeah.
0: This is it man, it, so, it's, it, it's worldwide, yeah. it's definitely worldwide yeah. with, with your, your influence and your reach uh, C-Star. Um, whilst we're on this topic, I've seen um, a few documentaries and stuff and in, um, in this kind of arena of sorts um, and they posed a question and I thought this is a very good one for you to uh, answer when people when you're when you're doing your readings and stuff or contacting um and 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 seeing has there ever been a time where someone's tried to a a, a spirit has tried to come and deceive you
1: you know no
0: you know do you know what i mean because
1: I know the, what you mean because there's disagreeable spirits and yes. they'll come in and try to show you something different, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No,
1: no. And that's why you keep your you, you keep your protection on. So these things can't enter your body.
0: Okay. <laughs> you got you got your um your yeah. Yeah. Keep
1: your <laughs> you keep your protection on. Um people will say that though. I, I and I and I hear what you're saying because I had it years ago when I was doing the radio show there was a prophetess that came on my show and she told me that what I'm seeing, the messages I'm getting is coming from the devil.
0: Wow.
1: And I said, really? I said, the messages you're getting is coming from the devil.
0: I think so, I remember like, that show as well, you know, see star You remember? <laughs> yes.
2: And she were, and,
1: I, and we was arguing, and I was like, no, I said, you're going to come on my show and tell me that I'm getting messages from the devil. From the devil. <laughs> like, who? Who? T- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, not realizing that they do the same thing we do. You call yourself a prophetess. I'm a seer. And really, if you look in your own Bible, you go back to Daniel, he'll tell you he was a seer too.
2: Uh-huh.
1: He didn't say he was a prophet, a prophetess, a prophet. So my thing is, you know, at the end of the day, um, I will say this, I will say this, you're not always gonna be a hundred percent accurate. Uh-huh. I don't care what nobody says. They'll tell you, oh, well, I'm 100. No, no, nobody's 100% accurate. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm good and sometimes I can be a little off. And I tell people all the time, I don't profess to be 150% right all the time. Mm -hmm. You can be off. But do I get messages from a disagreeable spirit or disagreeable beings? No, because they're not allowed in my path. As a matter of fact, when I do exorcisms, they flee. And I'm not trying to be funny, but they flee. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Because they know I don't like them. I don't like disagreeable spirits. I don't like devils or demons.
2: <laughs>
0: Being righteous, of course, you won't see star. Um, you, you've, you've touched on the protection elements without giving too much away. How does one protect self from disagreeable spirits?
1: Well, you know, one of the things you want to do is, first of all, your home, start with your home first, your physical home. You want to make sure your home you constantly smoke out your house at least five times six times a week you want to keep protection inside your house okay
2: mm-hmm.
1: um now as far as as far as your body home you want to keep protection on because a lot of people are running around here lately being diagnosed with schizophrenia and yes. bipolar and all of that when it's nothing but spirits okay different type of spirits entering their body so they should keep their protection on so what you really want to do is make sure that you keep your house and your body protected from these um, different type of energies.
2: Mm-hmm. Even
1: people that you're with, if you're dealing with personal people, whether it be a, in, unless you're married, but still your husband too, or your wife too. But if you're uh, dealing with people, friends that are coming in and out of your house, always keep your house protected because right now what we do know, as well as everybody's waking up, we do know there's different type of forces that's out here and yeah. it's just not demons. You got, you have beings that come in here as well that are invisible that people don't see mm-hmm. you understand and i'm talking about cosmic beings you're talking about you know several different type of demons that are out here that are manifested into existence by the catholics i'm gonna say it because it is what it is that are roman and and they're looking to enter your house your body your mind your soul and and tear up your family so there's yes. a lot of uh disagreeable energy right now too that we have to keep mind of and keep mm. protected from
0: so would you suggest maybe researching and looking into crystal, some crystal assistance for for physical protection? Or? Well, no,
1: I, you know, I, I'm always going to be African first. And I'm going to say that I, I feel like crystals, they can help depending on who, mm-hmm. who um, or, or what you're doing. But, I, you know, we deal with a lot of high level magic in Africa more than I would say crystal is a lower form of magic or, or protection. Okay tenant work yeah we put the power into it you can pray over it you can you know put do the intent do.
0: into it program it right, etc yeah it,
1: right mm-hmm. but do you want some real stuff you know stuff like this that we're wearing you see this right here yes you know stuff you like
0: this yes
1: right with, with certain box and trees and herbs that comes from africa if you want something a little bit more powerful you can get that too um, but, but we're talking about people that are dealing with some serious energy, which you need some serious protection. Mm. And I say that because right now, uh, I'm gonna give you an example. I was doing an exorcism about three years ago on this Hispanic girl. And years ago, we can take and we can take frankincense, myrrh. We can mix it, and 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 them demons would get out their body quick, right? Mm-hmm. This 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 demon in this girl's body sniffed the smoke up her nose and was like, oh, I love it. It was a demon, though, right? What? It was a demon. Yeah, that demon was not running or fleeing from frankincense and murder. So what that showed me as being a traditional healer doing exorcisms, uh-uh. Ancestors, you got to give me something stronger because the demons are immune to yeah. frankincense and murder. Uh,
0: they're bringing up a tolerance to it kind of thing.
1: Right, and it's just like sage... Just like people think sage is going to get rid of demons. No, you need something stronger. You're talking about a person who's embedded demons is in their body. You need something stronger. So, you know, in Africa, we have certain medicines that we use that we put cuts in the body and we put the medicines in to get rid of the demons. So that's something that has to be done on somebody that's dealing with multiple demons. You can't use frankincense and myrrh anymore.
0: Damn. <laughs> yeah,
1: she sniffed, She was like, oh, you know, she sniffed up the, the, the smoke, and I'm looking at her, and I'm smacking her. Get, get out of here. Get it, you know, and I'm seeing the demons in her now. Mm-hmm. I can see. I'm not talking to her. I can see them. I know what they look like. I can recognize them. That you, you. How can I explain it? When I'm doing exorcisms, I look straight through the physical body, and I can recognize the demons for who they are.
0: So is it kind of like um a shell of the person you can kind of see or, or the demon kind of thing?
1: Yeah, well, it's the demon. There's different ones. There's mm. ones that look certain ways. They have different type of demons. You know, you got depressed demons. You got alcoholic demons. You got demons that feed off of, you know, uh, uh you know, d- angry anger. And then they'll yes. come out and you'll see them. And it's not like uh, demons with a horn either. They have different forms to them. Some of them, like one of them, uh, demons i've seen they have a protruding uh forehead and you can see them some of them have like a hunchback what? those are the leg- legion demons and the person that's possessed you'll see that energy inside of them
0: i've heard you know see i've heard that, that the longer the disagreeable spirit um is entangled in into the physical form the physical form takes on characteristics of the disagreeable right. spirit exactly
1: wow yeah they do So you have to be able to recognize it for for who they are. And I do. And, you know, I do exorcisms. And I had a little girl that came to me last month. Cute little girl, seven, six years old. And she has a a disease where they call it the 17 chromosome disease. But because she's an open vessel, it's a form of autism. Mm -hmm. She was being possessed by spirits. They brought her to me all the way from North Carolina. And when we were cleaning her, she, you can hear the demon come out of her uh, her voice got you know you talk wow. about six year old girl yeah so i had to bring her back to, to another day we had to do two cleanings on her um she's better now she's not as bad you know yes. and if had to put protection on her uh, but we get stuff like that often
0: ac star they need to be they need to be doing a damn film about about you
1: money <laughs> <laughs> well you know you know it's funny you say that because we're we're doing it now we're doing a we're doing a documentary exactly what we do we did it we do a lot of cleanses we did a cleansing on a brother last weekend we got three to do this weekend we got three people coming to us to clean them off this weekend
2: Mm. but
1: we're we're gonna film it but we're in the mix of doing a documentary on it now
0: you, you Listen, it needs to go out there, man. This needs yeah. to go out. And not no folly stuff that we've heard about in the past and all that. So we need some real thing out there to show. Because you, you're 100 correct, and it doesn't matter what uh, spiritual system you want to put on it. This is factual stuff you were talking about. Yeah, disagreeable yeah. spirits and 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 are them something there which are inhabiting a lot of people right here now.
1: Yeah 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 a lot of people and see people don't under you know some people think, oh well no 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 they, they got issues no you're not looking into a deeper. Mm. these people are being operated by spirits they're getting walkthroughs in their body and you have to pay attention a lot of chaos in your house you need to figure out get a divination and see is there some spirits in your house A lot of energy come you know what I mean coming amongst your maid or your children. Yeah. You need to make sure you look at them and make sure no demons in them because the kids are getting attacked too.
0: And could this also be true in regards to someone giving you a physical item like a statue or a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
1: they can attach to yeah, different things. So that's why if someone gives you something, you always want to smoke it off and, and take water, water breaks mm-hmm. anything that's put on anything, simply so, like, water. Simple water, like in Africa, if somebody does something or they give you something,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you have to throw it into some running water or you can take water from the sink, run the water mm-hmm. and it'll break whatever's put on. It don't have to be a body of water. It can be running water.
0: Just running nuts. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So but you could...
1: it, it's, it, it's even better to do. It's even better to do it. If you can find like a river, something mm-hmm. that's moving, you Natural. can throw it in there. Right. Mm. But you can use regular water to run to, to take a water breaks any ritual.
0: Yeah, man. Mental notes. Mental notes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that in mind, somebody give you something you're not sure, and you say, "Ah, oh, I think they put something on this." Put it in the sink. Run the water on it.
0: Yeah, and, and and also, if you're having those kind of thoughts as well, and and someone's giving you multiple things all the time, I'd maybe even suggest you know reconsidering the kind of circle of people you're hanging around with and. Yeah you know yeah. what I mean and accepting gifts yeah. from
1: <laughs> yeah. I wonder what are you doing are you trying to put something on me No, I don't know is... I, unfortunately people you just have people a set of people that want to do dumb stuff like that and I I, me, I have a low tolerance for stuff like that my brother I have a low tolerance to stuff like that because mm. I take what I do very serious and you know we, we've we helped a lot a lot of people um, we just did initiations last month we had 31 people come down and we had a really nice time. But um, we did that's the third level of initiations we did. We have over 350, no, 500 now initiates over the years from 2011 to now, and over 1500 members with the Wunam Sacred Society over the years.
0: Wunam. So, uh... <laughs> that's yeah. excellent.
1: And we basically teach them the, uh, the basic traditions of African tradition as well as elemental magic
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, sacred elemental magic using the elements and the certain gods that they can learn about based off of their lineage. So, you know, we're starting new classes on October 15th too. So if anybody's interested, they can go to the webpage, but one of the things we're very big, I'm very big on too, is t- teaching Africans in America, their traditions. Mm. Right. If you if I was in London, I would be teaching London Africans in London their traditions.
0: And if you're in Birmingham as well, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I yeah.
1: Thinking, well, it's all.
0: <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, 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 it's close and shit, sister. Don't yeah. worry about it.
1: <laughs> now you're you're Jamaican, right?
0: Uh, excuse me. Um, Montserratian and Saint Kitts. So yeah, I, I'm Caribbean. Caribbean, right? Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: You know how we do it, my.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're saying that though. I mean, pretty much, it's just time for us to, you know, those. It's good to have that, that, that knowledge, you know, because of who we are. I don't know if you know that they, they did a uh, a study here where they asked other races if they thought that black people were mystical or mysterious 65% of other races mm. said that they thought that black people whether i don't care if you was african caribbean yeah. whatever mm. they thought that we were mystical magical 65% mm. of black uh, other races said that
0: makes sense
1: yeah yeah
0: makes a lot of sense sister a lot
1: yes yep
0: so let's let, let let's get back to you. Let's get back to you, C-Star. How did we so now we've 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 gone from from BK and now we're down in Georgia. How did we find that transition from being in hustle bustle of of, of, um, of New York and then now we're down south and the, the pace I guess is a little bit slower and we've got a lot more room to kind of move around in and stuff. How did you find that transition?
1: Well, when I first came here, I was going back to New York every year for about <laughs> six years, six years, because I had to get used to the pace of Georgia. Um, but now after the six year, I begin to get used to the quiet and the peace and the, mm. you know, the space. And I would go to New York and i be like, I can't wait to get home. Yes. I just want to hear the trees. And, you know, um, I'm used to it now. I've been here since 2001. So I'm used to it now, you know, um. I do like to go to New York, just you know, especially during the summertime, to just sort of you know
2: the vibes,
1: the vibes, and you know. But for the most part, um, it, it in the beginning it was kind of tough. You know, it's kind of, and then, you know, a lot of people don't, they didn't like, I remember one girl told me when, okay, I don't like New Yorkers. Y'all have attitude. I said, what makes you think I have attitude? I mm-hmm. said, y'all don't understand New Yorkers, we're a hustle and a bustle. When you're in New York, you're always on the go. Yes. I said, so you're not worried about this one or that one. Not that we have attitude. I said, we're just not in, we're on our own worlds. Everybody's rushing and moving and going. Mm-hmm. And why she ended up becoming like I became her best friend after that. Right. I says, New Yorkers are very down to earth. I said, it's just that you have to understand we're always on the go. We're always got to hustle, whether it be good or bad. I said, and our minds are constantly thinking New York is a fast paced place. Yes. I even noticed when I went back after I would say three years, I'm walking down, you know, going downtown Manhattan from Harlem <laughs> all the way to Manhattan. I felt like I was walking in slow motion. <laughs>
0: because everyone's like, zooming
1: <laughs> yeah everybody was going past me i was like oh my goodness when i used to be right in that same energy i used to mm. walk 90 blocks but when i went back i was like i feel like i'm walking in slow motion i was moving all slow because you know in the south you have to drive everywhere yes in New York, you take the train and you walk
2: yes so,
1: yeah
0: very different lifestyles and as you as you, <clears throat> pardon yourself as you've you've noticed and experienced it's it's a it's a kind of a resetting when you move out of that big hustle and bustle everything's 24 hours everything's on the go you know as you say it's walking distance or cab distance whereas yeah. you go down south man you, you gotta have a, yourself a car
1: <laughs> you have to have a car you have to cut and in certain places don't have buses so your sol although land is growing very very much. Atlanta, they say, have 500 people moving to Atlanta today. So Atlanta is expanding. So their bus system, the train system is running to like four or five o'clock in the morning. So mm. Atlanta is really expanding because you have everybody and their mother from Chicago, New York, Texas, all over the place coming to Atlanta.
0: Hot Atlanta.